0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Chat with Matt. Thanks for joining me. Now, it's a crazy time in this world with this coronavirus. Stay safe, guys. Sanitize your hands. Wash your hands. Don't touch your mouth. um, Be smart. And just stay safe. Look after those around us and um, support local businesses. Now, today's episode, Josh Cuthbert. Who's Joshy Cuthbert? He's a good bloke, number one. He's a strength coach of many athletes. He trains uh, the top athletes in the world, great NFL players. Um, We talk about general population, uh, his his programming, his philosophy around training, um, the reason why we need to do accessory work. And, um, yeah, we really dive into it, guys. I think you'll really enjoy this one. He's a genuine bloke. He's a humble dude. And if you haven't already left me a five-star rating review, guys, please jump on Apple iTunes, chat with Matt, and leave me a five-star rating. I really appreciate it, guys, and uh, thank you for listening. All right, guys, thanks for joining me today. We're joined by Josh Cuthbert. Joshy, how are you? you?
1: I am doing good. I got toilet paper. I'm still able to go to the gym. All is good in my side of the country. Not really. Like we got a lot of people that are, that are struggling, but I'm trying to be proactive with my situation.
0: Now, Josh is a strength coach from uh, Nashville. Um, Nashville. Actually, yeah. you had some tornadoes going on, didn't you? We did. Uh,
1: one came through, it was less than a mile away. So not only did we have the, uh, the virus going around, but we had nearly 200,000 people that were impacted by the tornado just a week ago. So when it comes to supplies being low, they're like super low, right? It's
0: crazy, man. And you're getting the whole toilet paper thing too? People stocking up? Yeah, we,
1: we are, but luckily we have a, uh, we run an Airbnb um, out of our guest house. Yeah. So we always have a ton. Now, nobody like everybody I had, I literally had 24 days canceled for the next like 30 days. Like everybody's canceling, which I get it. Yeah. But we have hell. We have hella toilet paper. So yeah. it's good.
0: You're safe. Yeah. It's affected me too, man. It's just a crazy time. Eh?
1: Yeah. I mean, it just, it doesn't really make a ton of sense, right? Like if you just go on about your regular life, no, nothing would come of it. But I think slowly you're starting to see some groceries, at least in America, um, some of our grocery stores are limiting their hours, you know, less exposure, all those type of things. And people, they really are getting scared that they won't be able to get their supplies.
0: Yeah, kind of going in panic mode. But um, yeah, all in all, on, mate, life goes on, huh? Yeah, that's right. You just got to adapt and overcome. Let's go. Yeah. Let's eat it. Definitely, bro. Now, uh, Joshy, give us a bit of background on you, mate. So where'd you come from? You are obviously an athlete, NFL player. Back in the day. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So uh, former uh, division one college football player had my small stint, um, had a chance at the NFL, actually um, part of our collective group. I dig deeper into that for story number three, but I tore my ACL at my um, mini camp with the Seahawks. And that was that was the end of the NFL career. But I did recognize that there was a I had a passion for health and wellness, um, in particularly helping people get back from injury. I don't think that I had the best recovery protocol, which is why I've torn that same ACL three times now. Um Crazy. I'm a guy that takes a lot of credit in the weight room and like I'm very passionate and very intentional about the things I do, especially now, not so much back in the day. Um I, I went two years after tearing it the third time without doing anything to that knee. I was so intentional about taking care of it. If I could do that and still train and still coach people for years without the acl imagine what could have been done had it been handled properly the first time around
0: yeah definitely man and um and what have you found so what's the most common problem you see with teams and um uh, and coaches inexperienced coaches
1: uh i think a lot of times people they just they rush they rush the process right like in, and you follow a lot of my training like i'm a i'm yeah. a big three-phase guy when it comes to you know different muscle actions whether it's eccentric isometric con- concentric and people they skip the eccentric component unless they're looking to overload for like bodybuilding purposes you'll see a lot of people do that but it's so important for strengthening conditioning if you can't slow down how can you expect to run as fast as you can if you can't put the brakes on right if you can't put the brakes on you know descending in that squat how are you going to expect to explode up out of the hole right mm-hmm. so there's so many instances where That ability to slow down that force, to absorb that force, and then reapply that force is so important for change of direction. All the things we do, right? Lunges, step-ups, everything. As you're coming back down, that's where the real change is made. Anybody can step on a box and drive their knee up. It's the control on the way down. Like, there's a phase for it, right? But people skip straight to, they just get right into the dynamic. We're just hitting it all the time, and then you can can go 100 miles an hour, but you got no brakes. Definitely. Sports cars, only as good as its brakes.
0: Yeah, that's true, man. And one thing I always try and tell my clients too, and I've actually taken them out, taken them out of my program, is uh, box jumps. It's a real mm-hmm. hard thing in group training to program, and sometimes it's frustrating. Because people are Yeah, have, absolutely. It, like they say CrossFit, they just need to keep yeah. jumping, and I'm trying to tell them to slow down, but they kind of want that sweat. Can you kind of go through that? To people. They, uh,
1: I mean, people want... I mean, ah, golly, the sweat. You just said that. Like, if, if your gym says, like, We had a great sweat sesh, like get another gym, right? Like I heard that recently and it it hit me pretty hard. It was actually a friend of mine who had posted it and we had a conversation about that. But when it comes to movements and different movement patterns, as a coach, like it's our job to place them where they belong. So box jumps is a movement of power. Like that is us demonstrating how powerful and how high we can jump. It's one, not how high we can bend our knees into you know, hip flexion to land on top of the box. And two, it's not something that should be done for time for a minute. And it's certainly not something you should do and plop yourself over onto the other side, onto the ground and then try to jump back on it again.
0: Yeah. Right. I'll throw um, that you before. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, burpee chin-ups. No, why don't you like, I, don't, I mean, I don't do a ton of burpees. Uh, my clients don't do them. I do a ton of chin-ups and yeah. I'll do like mountain climbers. Right. But the two together, it just doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, yeah. If we could get people to understand like strength and the adjustments and body composition that come from proper training, vastly trumps what you're going to get from, no pun intended on the trumps, trumps what you're going to get from your CrossFit style workouts and that group training. Like you'll have your early adaptations because you haven't like normally those people haven't trained, right? So you're detrained. You're likely getting on some sort of vast calorie restriction. And yes, you're going to see, a big a big change initially but jason's talked about this before you're actually you're overtraining during a shitty diet imagine if you were to do that properly right imagine if the earth like the newbie gains were with proper protein intake right carbohydrates after you train progressive overload imagine the progress that people would see initially if they were to step into a proper program a lot like what you do out there in
0: australia Definitely, man. And, and that's one of the biggest things I see. You know, like people come off the program and they wonder why they gain a bunch of weight because it's mm-hmm. the diet after the diet. And they're not going to sustain yeah. that amount of training for, for the next five years. Like there's going to be a point. Yeah. It happened to me, man. I thought I could train twice a day and like Rocky, you know, running up the. Yeah. Yeah. shit. And then it comes to a point where your body's like, fuck you, you know what I mean? not going to keep yeah, that up. 100%. Can't so do it. It's just about educating but, um, yeah, and that's one thing i found. It's kind of giving the people what they want, by kind of yep. in, sprinkling in the accessory stuff and slowing it down a bit. Yeah,
1: I mean, I love, I love watching your stories, and I see people doing hollow body rocks. I see people doing yeah. renegade rows. I see people doing face pulls. Like, you will not see those things in a group fitness facility in America. <laughs> um, just, I mean, cause I don't know what y'all have over there, but especially the orange theories and the F45s of the world. Like I got some buddies that own some group training facilities and they do a decent job, but at the end of the day, they, it all boils down for them hitting the, the primary movement, whether it's bench squat, deadlift, clean, whatever that is. And then it gets into the circus act afterwards. Definitely. So I think that's, that's where a lot of people are getting a little bit better, right? Like they're still progress their squat, their deadlift and things of that nature. And then they just run you into the ground immediately following. Definitely. Uh, they, they can't get away from it. They can't get away from trying to murder people in the, in the gym. That's my wife could, she could,
0: she could murder me in the gym if she wants to. She's never trained. That's what I tell people. I go, man, my 10 year old cousin can do it. You know, it's, it's, yeah. A really good coach, like flogging people, you know, it's easy. Yeah. But, um, so trying, easy. Trying to get them to dial it back and slow it down. And like, man, the amount of shoulders I'll fix, man. We've just throwing yep. in pull aparts, YWTs. Yep. Um, you know, external rotations, face pulls, things like that, man. And you're not going yeah. to get that by constantly doing pressing movements. And if someone's got a shoulder injury, I'm not going to get them to press overhead the first day. So that's something yeah. that I'm trying to manage in group training as best as I can, but it's obviously hard. Um, but, you know, we're doing our best here, mate. Yeah. I mean, you're doing a good job. I love it. Yeah, Josh. So, so, mate, where's the, where's the future for you? Tell, tell the people, mate, who are you training at the moment? Come on, mate. You so, got to, you know, just go. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. First person I'm training is Miss Annie, four-year-old uh, knee replacement. I'm just kidding. That's true. That's a, that's a true thing. But if we're getting into, like, some of the the higher-name people, um, I got George Kittle. Um, he's probably my go-to guy right now. On top of him, I got three other guys from the 49ers. I got three guys from the Packers, uh, a couple guys from the Seahawks. Like, right now I've got my hands on – 11 nfl athletes 11 nfl athletes uh two major league baseball players that are actually still have come back now for a short stint because of the um the delay in the baseball season and then basketball something that i would love to dive a little bit more into Uh, we don't have a professional team in nashville so there's not a huge population um but i've worked with robert covington and brandon wright a little bit who have been with uh the grizzlies and the 76ers um a bunch of people in the past. I've worked with some Olympic gymnasts before, uh, you know, TV stars, whatever. But right now I'm, I'm in my athlete kind of season. So I still facilitate my gen pop, my uh, older population, my CEOs, high school athletes. But the bulk of my day is dedicated to the athletes because I only get them for about four months, right? So yeah, definitely. I, tend to, I, I tend to fill that 10 to 2 o'clock like kind of time with short-term solutions throughout the year. That way, when I have, you know, groups of five to six athletes, I can go from 10 to 12 with one group, 12 to two with the next, and not not have to worry about kicking, you know, Betty Sue out of her time spot, you know, yeah. just because I got all pros that want to come in. Like, I I don't want to do that to Betty Sue, so I I got to tell her early on when she signs up, listen, yeah. come, you know, February, you can't train there anymore. Like, we got to go early in the morning or we got to go in the evening. So that's that's honestly a struggle that I have is – managing, um, when I do get high profile people in to not, not, cause I always want to treat people like they're a VIP, right? Like that's, that's something oh, that I preach all the time. Um, and that, I do
0: know from, and, man, and sorry, just read, And that's one thing everyone told me about you, man. They like, go, man, you got to link up with Joshy Cause I missed the last one in um, Arizona. I said he's just such yeah. a dude for the people he trains, you know? Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I just, I want to, I want to offer the same amount of effort, the same intention, the same everything that I offer those nFL guys as the seventy year old that had the knee replacement yeah like honestly i see I see her four times a week for the year, so it, it would do me a disservice if i if I moved her out of the way for you know a part time gig um, and that's something that's a that's a reason why I've never gone on the road with uh, I had an opportunity with a, a musician here out of Nashville a couple of years ago and it just when i I did two shows and when I came back i mean my my business was upside down, right? Like I was scrambling to try to get people on my schedule and it just, it didn't make a ton of sense. So that's, that's always something to consider is, you know, what's your business look like when you're gone or what does it look like when you, when you fill in these high profile people. And for me, it makes the most sense to take care of these general population all year long and then kind of facilitate the NFL
0: guys when I can. Kind of pre-plan it. Yeah. And, And what's the difference you find with general pop and an athlete? Like, does an athlete come knows how to move 100%? Cause I, I oh, think yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great in the weight room.
1: So, most of these guys, right, yeah, like, you nailed it. They've been through um, – probably didn't do a ton in high school. If they did, it probably wasn't very good. Um, but they've all been through Division One weight rooms for four or five years. And then in the NFL, honestly, you don't train a ton in the NFL. It's more of a uh, – we'll call it like a maintenance program. Like, the strength coach's job in the NFL is to try to prevent injury right so they they train but nothing nothing too serious um and yeah i think you nailed it i don't really have to go through a huge like movement phase like fundamentals with my new guys as i do like i'll do a three to four week fundamentals of lifting with high school athletes and general population when i first get them unless you can prove to me otherwise that you you know how to move but if not, we're going, like, we're starting at the fundamental hinge pattern, starting at the fu- fundamental knee bends, the squats, the carries. Like, we're going all the way through, and we're just going to go, like, a small four-week meso cycle, just slowly progressing into more advanced movements. Um, With the with the NFL guys, I could start them with a the barbell, and they're good to go.
0: Yeah. You kind of got to earn your stripes before you put anything on your back, that's for sure, right?
1: Yeah, 100%. I, even in a lot of those guys, they don't. don't like the back squat right they they had 600 pounds on their back in college and right now they're they're a ferrari that doesn't want to take any tread off the tires right so all we're doing is making sure that oil is is hot and greasy
0: yeah awesome bro so so what's the future man what's the future look like josh where do we want to take
1: oh man um you know that's a good question it's actually a good question for the group too right um so i've been working directly with a physical therapist um a massage therapist and a doctor here in nashville and i would love to offer like a concierge program not only for athletes but for higher end people in our city uh we got so many music stars ceos things of that nature so more of a comprehensive wellness that includes all of the things that you would need to maximize your health and wellness throughout the year um and then you know from there i think i'm slowly starting to get into this online business, this online field that has been so foreign to me over the, you know, my whole career. Um, so I, I do have a pro Yeah. I mean, it's, it's different. I got a product launching. Um, well, you know, we're, we're having some stuff go down in America as far as finances, but, um, I still think I have a product launching here in the next couple months. Um, yeah. and I think it'll, 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 it'll be huge. Um, I just gotta, I gotta play it right as far as, uh, what the market looks like with ads and everything. Um, but either way, I will, I will release something pretty big here and I think it'll, it'll kickstart my online career. And then from there, I think I'll go 50 50, right? Like I'll spend two to three hours a day online and then two to three hours a day in the weight room and then spend some more time with my family.
0: Yeah. And that's another thing, man, cause I, I know a lot of trainers, they like, like they come into the scene. You know, and they train people for a couple of years and they go straight on online. So so do you see being yeah. your coach for a while? Uh, no, I'll,
1: I'll always be in person yeah. in some capacity, right? Yes. Like whether it's, well, 100%, the athletes that I facilitate during the off-season is going to help drive the online business. Yeah. So I always got to be able to facilitate them, right? Um, it's And it's unfortunate, but a lot of the general population that I see, those will probably be the ones that take a hit and then I'll... I'll still take people on a selective basis. Right. Um, but it's the, it's the, it's the, the coach of coaches that I have or the coach of, you know, I, I coach the guys you see on Sunday, that's what's going to drive this online business. So I can't, I can't not do that and continue to be successful online.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that's a big part. It kind of keeps you, keeps you relevant in the industry. Keeps you. It, it,
1: it does. Right. And my wife, she said that the other, she asked, she goes, are you going to go take the, uh, functional range conditioning tests and I was like what and she's like you know the FRC I was like how do you know what FRC is she's (laughs) like well I just I I googled like high-end training certs and I was like I mean yeah I mean if if it's in our budget I'd love to take it right so I try to take one one new cert a year I don't you know I use my my CSCS that's the one that I always like go back to I'm on the board of the NSCA like I try to stay relevant with research too so that's something that I would probably like to do a little bit more of is get back into a research lab. Yeah. Um, either at Vanderbilt or Tennessee state, both of the universities are here in Nashville. Oh. Um, and that would be cool just to have some of the athletes go through like a research protocol to actually show some like actual qualitative data. Um, but that's probably a little bit down the road.
0: Yeah. But honestly, man, I actually, I texted Jace yesterday and I said, man, like it's a scary time with this coronavirus. And I said, yeah. I'm, I'm pumped up. Eh? Cause like when yeah. I started, man, I had no money, one client, Yeah, you know, and, and I think if you love coaching, it's not a scary time because you just uh, you're not in it for, like if funds drop, it's always going to come back. Like you've got that mentality. Yeah, 100%. And you'll, and you'll see us, like most of us coaches, a lot of the people
1: that are trying to quarantine themselves. I'm going to be in my living room jumping around like a freaking monkey tomorrow, like still facilitating clients. Yeah. I'm not going to be, they're not going to miss a beat. You're willing to work for it. Yeah. Like, with filming workouts stuff. And that, that's what we not i'm gonna quarantine and eat you know potato chips on the couch right like no, no 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 use this time wisely use it to try something that you've been wanting to do for a while release a potential product right like i'm gonna do this is crazy but i'm gonna do a three-day fast i've never done one so like things that um i wouldn't be able to do because i'd be out grinding, you know, I I have the flexibility and gonna try
0: some new things. Definitely. It's a it's an opportunity, man. It's absolutely yeah, to go and focus on other things. Still work hard, yeah, but kind of get your mind out of the box a bit. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, to
1: if of any of any business, health and wellness is a pretty good one to be in right now. Like owning owning restaurants and, you know, being a owner in Delta Airlines, maybe not, but people recognize they're starting to recognize that their health and their immune system, they're directly correlated to exercise. Right. So as long as we can continue to nail, nail that in, I think we'll be all right.
0: Yeah. And, and, and just, um, mate, let's go back to training for a second. I just want to get your philosophy on uh programming, mate. So the type of programming you're doing really kind of dumb it down for, for the people listening. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, um, I am, I am a a strength over it's the most important component in the weight room, in life, all those things. Um, I don't know if this is gonna be a video, but I'm sitting on the couch right now and like to stand up off of the couch and not use your hands is a proponent of strength, right? So if I have a older population, I would rather spend more time trying to get them strong around the big three movements. So the big three for me would be a push, a pull, in a squat, um, doesn't always have to be a barbell deadlift. Um, it can be a kettlebell deadlift. It could be a banded deadlift. It could be a good morning, kettlebell behind the back good morning, whatever it is. Um, same thing with squats. You could be using a TRX, whatever. And then most of my push is going to be horizontal. I will go overhead, but probably half as frequently as I do the horizontal. And the same goes for my pulls. And you probably do the same thing. I, I'll pull twice as frequently as I would do. Pull, inverted row, bent over row, dumbbell row, twice a week at least. Um, And then you, uh, we spoke on this earlier, but I always break things up into like three different phases. So I say always, but I traditionally break things up into three different phases, Uh, an eccentric block a isometric block. So I'll spend a couple weeks of them holding joint angles. And it doesn't always have to be like a squat at 90 or elbows at 90 on a press. Like I may hold them at two thirds of the squat or, you know, all the way in the bottom. And then I'll spend a shorter amount of time because as I get into sports specific stuff, the concentric and the explosion stuff, you get a lot of that on your actual field work, but I'll spend two to three weeks on like rapid fire, just maximal velocity work. Um, doesn't again doesn't always have to be a uh, triple extension for me. I find different ways, whether it's your box jumps, yeah. your broad jumps, things of the, things of that nature, kettlebell swings. Because in all honesty, a lot of my high end athletes they don't want to catch a barbell. Their yeah. wrists are way too they're way too valuable, right? So yeah. you got I got to find other ways, uh, but I do find good. ways for them to be explosive.
0: Yeah, a lot of strength coaches aren't um aren't big on those um those fancy lifts, say eh? Olympic lifts. No,
1: no. Um, and i think a lot of it is a lot of research shows that you can get equal or greater to like force or force and velocity from just a standard high pull now on the other end of the argument there's a lot of mental that goes into catching the barbell getting down into the bottom of the lift like that's you, you versus the barbell or you versus your opponent which you don't always get when you're just going yeah. into a high pull and dropping the bar you're, yeah. you're you know producing force but you're not actually getting the second force absorption. Um, but by that time, we're into that acceleration phase, and we're we're not worried about our eccentrics anymore.
0: Yeah, no, awesome, man. Yeah, I love that. And 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 another one of those exercises. I know we we touched on um, banded pull-aparts, space and another one that I'm yeah. um, constantly explaining to people is the farmer carry. Yes, carries. Um, mate, mate, why are they important, mate? Tell the people so-
1: what? people they don't they don't understand what their core is right so like if you can pro- if you can produce force while you are carrying a heavy load you are more resistant to injury while you are moving right it's the number one thing to protect you and protect your spine while you're moving like in the world so one thing if in 2020 traps are the new abs then you got to do some heavy carries right <laughs> like you got to you got to get them in no but really um a lot of it is there's just too much of like a side bending, like a horizontal bending of the trunk and less of just the stability muscles that are needed to protect our spine. And that's what you 100% get from carries and you can do them a bajillion different ways, overhead, front rack, side, single arm, double arm, you know, whatever you want to do. All of them are important. If you start getting into the different overhead variations, now you're working in like shoulder stability, um, Honestly, it's such a great movement, so many different variations. And you could, like, that could be an Instagram post tomorrow is if you have a kettlebell, here's your workout, all
0: carries. Yeah, definitely, man. I love it. I've even started incorporating within the past year the bottom up press. Yeah. Keeps yeah. you honest, eh? Hey? Like, I'm doing, it like does. I'm doing like six, eight. You
1: know? Y'all are, I don't know if y'all do any uh, Turkish get ups over there, but if you do a Turkish get up in the oh, bottom yeah. up position, it, it'll, it'll
0: humble you quickly. Yeah, it's one thing. If I had smaller groups, I would start bringing them in. But yeah, the turkey yeah. Turkish get up such a great exercise. Yeah, great so much more. But um, yeah, and that's one thing I found. It's hard to explain because people don't get what they get when they're doing crunches because they're kind of all about yeah. the burn. Well, so, uh, I'll carry any day over a crunch. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think if people want to, if they want to get those show
1: abs, you know, toes to bar, you know, knee tucks, things of that nature are more like more relevant to what you're actually looking to do and not flexing the spine. You're actually just using your hip flexors and abdominals to pull your body up. Um, Yeah,
0: definitely. I think
1: it's a good. Yeah. Sorry, Josh. Yeah, you're good. I was just going to say it's it's a good, you know, beach ab exercise while we're still trying to protect our spine because we got to give the people what they want a little bit, but we also got to educate them on why we're doing the things we're doing and why we're not doing the things that they see on,
0: Beach body workout definitely and a lot of people like they say oh matt you know oh, can we do more frog kicks or leg raises but the problem is they've got they've got tight hip flexors they've got lower back yeah. pain and the more we do that it's just going to make it worse so it's kind of yeah finding that norm and and breaking it down it's more education yeah 100 percent. if
1: you educate your clients they're going to be compliant and they're going to adhere to what you have going on obviously they'll always ask questions they'll always want to throw in a, a movement that they saw on Instagram and that's fine but as long as you don't st- like stray too far from what you believe in like what your principles are then you'll be fine as a coach
0: yeah and Joshi, outside the gym man tell, tell everyone so, so what's your life like outside the gym man you just had a little uh,
1: yeah so we have a we have a 6 month old baby girl stella she is a uh, she's a handful uh, my wife is a speech therapist, works in a hospital setting, does, uh, actually does mostly like medical stuff. So she does, uh, like barium swallow. So she does like electrical stem on people's throats that after they have a stroke, oh, they wow. forget how to swallow. Like that's, so she's a speech therapist, but that's like the last thing she does. She mostly works with swallow victims. Yeah. Um, and then we live in Nashville, Tennessee, right? So we're in the country music capital of the world. We got live music in every restaurant, including McDonald's here. Maybe let's go. <laughs> yeah they love it there huh yeah it's, it's crazy dude people they show up here in their cowboy boots and their, and their hats and you know I'm walking around in Nike 270's in a beanie They're like <laughs> where are you from you know Memphis I'm like no I live in Nashville this is how normal people dress y'all, y'all are just some weirdos from New York acting like you're going to a rodeo and
0: imagine they saw me walking there with the MXs and might be lucky I had a shave
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> y'all uh, y'all y'all Aussies don't look too much different than than a lot of people around here though yeah not based on what I saw at least
0: yeah yeah, yeah. oh you get you get your blonde blue eyes and then you get yeah a bit of variety but yeah yeah same same man.: well, I, I need to get over there it doesn't look like
1: it's going to be anytime soon but um <laughs> once things once things calm down a little bit
0: we got to make a trip across the pond Bro, I definitely, man, you need to come down. It's crazy, man, because I just got back from the states two weeks ago, and I spoke to Jace on um, Thursday, and, um, and he was saying it's just, went, it's just blown up over there. Dude, it is.
1: And they, they didn't take it very seriously, which I expected, right? But um, I think a lot of it that we're seeing is, and we're not even like a heavily, like, people aren't in, it's, we're not uh, Japan and places like that where there's a lot of close contact. I mean, there's some populated areas, but, there's so many people walking around the habit that don't show the symptoms that could transmit it to somebody else that it's a lot worse when they get it. Right. So if I were to get the virus, I would like nine times out of 10, I would be fine. But if I give it to my 75 year old neighbor, she may not be fine. Right. So I may walk around like with a little sniffle thinking everything's good, but if she gets in contact with me, then she gets it. She, that's where it becomes a problem.
0: Yeah. And I think that, I think that that's where everyone's being cautious. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're, sh- we're shutting down restaurants in America. Um,
1: I think somewhere in New Jersey, Panuzzo just told me they implemented a uh, like a 10 o'clock curfew. Restaurants are closed. I mean, it's, it's getting a little more serious for sure.
0: It's crazy. Have they stopped the NFL over there? Uh, so
1: they have they've postponed um, all NFL activities, so they can't do any, any interviews with potential draftees. The NFL draft has been pushed back. And I think most of my guys think the organized team activities, which start in late April, will probably be canceled, which is yeah. great for me because I normally lose them for two months. Yeah. But that means I'll have them for an additional two months. So yeah. I'm not saying I hope that happens, yeah. but I would, not, I would not be too upset if it did.
0: Business could pick up then.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, that, would, that would be a good uh, – especially right now with clients the way they are, I would, I would love to get an extra two months of the NFL guys.
0: Yeah, awesome, bro. I think it's just getting through the winter man. It's always going to pick up. Yeah, 100%. I even wrote in my door and I called my Mrs. or well, Miss my girl, my fiance back after. I don't know if you say Mrs over there. But um, Yeah, I
1: Yeah, we say Mrs. Uh, we also say old we, I don't know why, but we call we call our wife our like our old lady. Old like lady, O L D, like O L E. I don't even know where that comes oh, from. Oh yeah, like, old hey, lady. like yeah, what's your old lady doing? I'm like and When I first heard that, I was like What's this dude talking about? Yeah. I know old lady, but <laughs>
0: yeah. I guess that's just the thing. So, yeah, the missus. Yeah, we do stuff like that too. But, um, yeah, I, I wrote something in my diary as well, man, like what's going to happen with business in December? Because yep. I just know temporary, man, and it's just getting through the winter, man. So, yeah, you'll be sweet. Yep. You're a great 100%. When we, uh, when we meet up in November, we'll all be laughing about it. drinking uh, song. Drinking a Pilsner. Hey, bro, I'll definitely be out with you that night. Yes, sir. <laughs> Easy. All right, joshy thanks for joining me, bro. Yes, sir. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. I, I love what you do, respect that you
1: do it from across across the world. And it just makes me happy that people train properly in other
0: places. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Now, Josh, man, where can people find you? Do- guys, definitely give Josh a follow. Like, I know there's a lot oh. of people out there with trainers, but this guy, he actually knows what he's talking about. He trains top level athletes, general pop. So, Joshi, where can they find you?
1: Um, Instagram Jay Cuthbert underscore training, and then twi- Twitter would be Coach Cuthbert fifty um, one. I know I should probably link those things together, but um, that's just where I'm at for now. Not a big social media guy, like I had it not been for these athletes, I wouldn't have anybody following me probably. But um, I try, I try to put out some some decent stuff here or there, but I'm trying to get better at it.
0: Now your content's great, bro. I love
1: it, man. Well, I appreciate you having me, brother.
0: Josh, thanks, bro. See you, man.
1: Yes, sir.